The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Welcome to the Women's Sanctuary, the podcast about tending the soul of women, sisterhood, and the rise of the sacred feminine. I'm your host, Arlia Hoffman. Sitting here in mid-February 2021 and um, wanted to tell you what's going on. I just returned from, well, as you know from my last podcast, several weeks in Raleigh. And um, I sat down to record a podcast shortly after I returned and ended up deleting it. (laughs) Have have you done that? You know, created something that probably was just fine and good enough and maybe even quality and you just, you know, you rip it up, you throw it away. And I don't regret that, but I will say I'm here to revisit the material. So it was worth, you know, it was worth talking about. Um, So before we get started, I wanted to let you know that um, I have a number of guests lined up that I'm very excited about. And as soon as those things get confirmed, I'll share them with you. Um, There's a book author and an activist and um, who else? Um, Some other women I'm so excited to share the microphone with because of what they're doing in the world and the good work they're doing. Um, They have been mentors and inspirations to me, and I know you're going to love their stories. So stay tuned for the shows coming up and, and what we might be covering. And now I want to turn to this very large topic today, um, and that is the move of, of us collectively as humanity, as a species, globally, from um, into the age of Aquarius. And, you know, what does that even mean? <laughs> Isn't that a song from the 60s? Like, it's it's hard to wrap your head around, but that's the thing. You're not going to use your head. A lot of this can be intellectual, but ultimately, this type of movement globally and collectively is an, an energetic and soul-centered, heart-centered process. So if you are have at all curious or have been tuned into astrology, and some of the channels, meaning the people who channel material from divine or extraterrestrial sources, um, non-physical sources, we'll say that. If you've been tuned into any of those, you know that, that 
this is a, a big topic of exploration and discussion. And I, I feel compelled to bring it today because it impacts me. But I also know that if I'm struggling to understand it, others are too. And hopefully, together we can make sense of, at least as much as we can intellectually, what's going on and allow our higher consciousness to work on this and work on us and and create change within us. And here's why I'm doing this. I've heard from these sources and I've come to believe and I know in my heart that everything we do matters. Everything. Your perspectives, your attitudes, your behaviors, your connection to the outside world, the 3D world, the your inner world, all the ways that you connect and perceive reality and process reality informs the way we evolve. We are all co-creators of this reality. And so if I'm important in creating a new reality, everything I think and the perspective I take and the actions I take, if I'm important, I want to do my best, right? I can consider that a front row, first-hand impact on our collective experience. And that, that piece excites me. So I feel like it's my responsibility to understand as best I can what's going on, what's going on within me, how I can be my best most authentic self in the highest vibration possible for myself, for my community, and for my global community. So that's my motivation. And I hope if you have any inkling of that or curiosity about that, or you share that perspective, you will stay tuned for what we have, what I have to share today from a couple of sources. Okay. So let's dive into my first source, which (laughs) was the first um, piece of podcast I recorded a couple of weeks ago, which is gone. Gone, gone. (laughs) Bye-bye. But here we are, and we're going to cover it now. My favorite astrologer, her name is Lorna Bevins, and her site is Hair in the Moon Astrology, and I will link it in the comments. You can find her on Facebook. She also has a website where she does weekly forecasts. Um, she'll post on social media, well, actually just Facebook, um, you know, several times a week as, as information comes to her. And then she does this monthly 5D report. And I would highly recommend you subscribing it's not expensive and it becomes, I mean, it's an incredibly detailed, incredibly detailed forecast about the collective and cosmic energies in the month ahead. So I, um, when I read her last one for February, I emailed her and I said, please, can I share <laughs> from your 5D report that's a subscription? And she said, please do. So what she has in there, and you know, if you, if you subscribe and you know, I get nothing for, for, plugging her. I just love her and her work. If you subscribe, maybe, you know, you could, you would be able to get 
if you if you subscribe before the end of February, you could get February's, and if you subscribe afterwards, you know you might be able to ask for a back copy. And in it, she talks about um, this collective shift we're going through, and the um, transitioning into the Aquarian era, which begins now for the next twenty two years. Um, witnessing the collective shadow of our dying days of Western liberal democracy um, in front of our eyes. Um, And she acknowledges that in the midst of all of this, we have a role to play in a way that we've never had before. It is our turn to step up and take responsibility for our energy and what we bring to the world and it's not it's not that um, superficial focus on self-improvement um, or being the best you can be that's great but it is really about becoming responsible for the energy you bring into a room, into a house, into the world. Acknowledging you are a creator of your own reality and that because we are divine humans, everything we do is important. And the energy is such now that everything we do creates our new reality. And rather than scaring me, that both humbles me and excites me. I have the power, we all have the power and capacity to influence the reality we live in. And that's fantastic. So she talks about the shift from being a 3D reactor to a 4D witness to a 5D generator from being at effect to being at cause. And she creates um, this chart. From 3D is an ego system. I absolutely know that we are transitioning from individualism, which was very important and necessary for its time, and is a necessary step in one's personal evolution. But it is time to move into the 5D ecosystem awareness which means we are all connected. Everything matters. We are connected to Gaia. We are connected to the cosmos. And so from that perspective, it informs everything we do. Like, do we generate more plastic? Do we create newer ways of packaging our goods and services so that we're not using as much plastic? How do you live a waste-free life? All of those things on the physical plane and then an ecosystem awareness in the in our relationships. We are all connected in relationships. How do you build community? It's a, an amazing interwoven web of the ecology, the ecology in the physical realm, the mental and emotional and spiritual realms. She talks about moving from the 3D mode of self-help to 5D planetary service. Once you recognize you are a divine human and can create your own reality, what do you do with that power? Can you move into 
a place of planetary service with all the gifts you've been given. And let me stop here and say, I use Lorna's work as a spiritual tool because often she puts questions in here that I use for reflection. And I invite you to do the same. Maybe write down some of these questions and allow your spirit to dwell on them, allow them to percolate inside you. Um, you know, it doesn't require a great deal of intellectual effort. Just allow it to roll around in your inner being and clarity will come. I will say that I've had an incredible amount of synchronicity, which is one of the reasons I have, I'm bringing this material to you. It would be much easier for me to talk about the latest book I read or or actually easier for me to interview someone. But I've had so much synchronicity around this material that I feel like I have no choice. I am always a choice, <laughs> but I'm compelled to bring it to you because of its impact on me. So from the 3D self-help to 5D planetary service, that's where we're headed. From 3D trying, trying to awaken others to 5D being, modeling, linking, and acting. Can you feel the difference? In the polarities that we are experiencing now, some of the most violent violence and negativity has come from, well, first of all, us judging each other for your perspective, but also trying, trying. That word is just filled with fear. I must change you because you must believe like me or otherwise something bad will happen. Trying is is this fear-based effort that isn't actually doing because you can't actually awaken others. There's no way. You can do what you can do. So moving from that egocentric place of I will awaken you, I will tell you everything you're doing wrong and show you how to do it right. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't work anymore. Um, If you recall my um, conversation with Katie Elberfeld, which I'm going to reference again because of the synchronicity. You know, we talked about the dying institution of the church and she believes it's already dead and needs to be reimagined into something more egalitarian, more open, and from my perspective, um, less religious and more spiritual. But I think of this because the church is so, well, I'm going to say hell-bent. Isn't that funny? The church is hell-bent on awakening others and recruiting others into one belief system. And we are moving away from that. So we're moving into us being and modeling who we are. That's going to have the most impact. We link together with people who, who are like us, and we link together with people who are different from us because there might be a shared value or, you know, a shared, there, yeah, definitely shared values among multiple belief systems. And then we act on those values for and with each other. From 3D hierarchy and tradition to 5D fluid tribes. Well, there you go. You know, the hierarchy and tradition, um, I, I love tradition. 
I think it has a lot of beauty in it, but it can be stifling and put us in boxes, and the hierarchy certainly puts us in boxes. And we are moving towards this sense of community where it's a, it is a fluid community because we, we love to be with people who are like us. And as we change, who we connect with and resonate with changes. But the beauty of that is that everybody respects and honors each other's perspective. And there's enough respect and grace that people move fluidly from one connection to another, to a community. And those communities who choose to be, let's say, settled and grounded and um, established do so, and those who don't, don't. It is that, that type of freedom to be as established or fluid as you choose. That's how I, that's how I interpret this. From a 3D compass to a 5D culture. I interpret this to mean from presenting a compass in our own lives or publicly or to others. This is the way. This is the right way. We are moving into a culture. A culture of, again, fluidity. This place where multiple perspectives meet in the field of commonality, right? Rumi says, out beyond the field of right doing and wrong doing is a field. I'll meet you there. And culture is the place where um, cohesive, not cohesive, it's where things gel. It's where a group of people gel in this agreement about how life is and how they want to experience life. So it's a much more, well, I go back to the word fluid. It's a much more fluid concept that the group gets to choose for themselves rather than a compass telling them this is the way you should go. And it's a fixed point. From 3D individualism and striving, who hasn't done that? to 5D collaboration and co-creation. Imagine that. Imagine being able to lay down your striving and feeling like you're doing it all alone and you're all alone and there's no one to help you into this sense of collaboration and co-creation. I have seen that. That's what this time is teaching us. And in my years of teaching servant leadership, it felt like a Sisyphean... Is that how you say that? The task of Sisyphus, an uphill battle with no end in sight and no promise of success to awaken people to, and this is what we were doing, we were trying to awaken people to the, um, the beauty and the efficacy of collaboration and co-creation. And the last one she has is from the 3D role persona to a 5D whole self. I know for sure in 2020, a lot of us lost our role personas, the things, the ways we identified ourselves by what we do. And 
I, I hope and pray that we're all able to move towards this whole self of of acknowledging who we are, what's important to us, and creating our life based on our whole self, you know, uh, embracing our shadow and our light, knowing that that creates who we are, that creates our wholeness. This movement towards a whole self who is recognizing their own divinity, creating their own reality, collaborating with others, creating communities that are fluid and respectful, being mindful of everybody's um, perspective and the ecosystem in which we live. You know, it sounds like utopia, but that's where we're headed. And it sounds like utopia because we're not there yet. (laughs) Clearly, we are not there yet. And in the meantime, we are in this very chaotic environment where we're all forced into almost all virtual online living. Um, You know, a lot of our social structures have broken down. And the polarities are getting pretty toxic between belief systems. So, you know, here we are in this very toxic environment. But what I'll say about that is this is the 4D. This is the place where all the 3D breaks down. We're suddenly questioning everything. And it is natural in this evolution that people and things become polarized into this is what I believe, you're wrong. I'm right, you're wrong. How dare you? You know, don't you care? It is so toxic. And it's hard not to get drawn into that. So, you know, her advice, my advice, the general consensus of of light workers is to disconnect from that to not ignore it, to not turn away from it. There's a difference between looking at it and being connected to it. So we can't, you know, we can't be light workers in the world and hiding. I mean, you can. But in general, we can't all hide, right? We have to be out there in the trenches working and being ourselves and creating that 5D reality. But we also have to take care of ourselves. And so, you know, she recommends, and of course I completely agree with this, um, you know, more time on the earth, more time outside, doesn't have to be complicated, more time in your own creativity. What nourishes you? Is it making cakes? Is it painting? Is it playing the piano? Is it playing with your kids? Is it taking barefoot walks? Is it hiking? Is it biking? Whatever nourishes you is so vitally important right now to make sure you get enough of it to be healthy, to be vibrant. When I was in Raleigh, I was in a little camper in an RV campground and very close to the earth. Like, you know, I had indoor living space. I had a heater. I had water, food. You know, I I had my basics. And yet, every time the wind blew hard, the camper rocked. 
every time I stepped outside, it was immediately in the grass in this big field of other people living in their campers. It was so much closer to nature. It wasn't camping. It wasn't, you know, primitive camping, but it was still very close to Gaia. Every day, my dog and I would take walks around the campground. It was very large. There was lots of space. There were a lot of trees and birds. Um, and the wind would would whip through the trees, and it was very cold, but it was exhilarating and beautiful and grounding. What can you do to take care of yourself? It's so vitally important. When I arrived home, I returned to the stream of life as I had known it, and it was kind of a bumpy integration. And I'll I'll just give you this this little f- free piece of advice: if you ever if you are ever away for a vacation, for a weekend in the mountains, camping, on a spiritual retreat, doing your own work in the woods, or as I was for three weeks out of my element, give yourself the gift of a day or two of integration. It takes your mind and body and spirit time to re-enter your old life. And of course, you are not the same from your experience. You are somehow changed. So give yourself time to become familiar with your old environment and to also bring your new self forward and change your existing life in whatever way makes sense for the new person that you are. So vitally important. Now I want to turn to the second source, and that is Magenta Pixie. She is a channel, has been for 12 or 13 years with a, a, a vast library of videos on YouTube. And as things change currently, her guides are telling her that some of the old material is relevant to today. So I, I really invite you to check her out. I'll link her in the comments or in the, um, in the, in the show notes. I, I encourage you to check out her work and... Um, her latest video is um, The Golden Consciousness of New Earth. And her guides talk a lot about New Earth and how we're moving into it. And it so resonated with me as I was listening to it. It describes so well this energy that we are moving towards of a golden consciousness. It is that state of being where you are completely aligned with yourself. You are in your higher consciousness. You are you are so so aligned. You are in your wholeness, in your individuality, and feeling and recognizing your connection to all that is. And from that space, your perspective shifts on what's going on in the 3D. And that's the space which allows you to understand and integrate and not get swept up in the events that are going on around you that are maybe chaotic. What caught my eye, she also mentioned Christ consciousness, the feminine aspect of Christ, which is part of this golden consciousness, which Katie Elberfeld and I talked about. And I have always been drawn to this. It's called, uh, the Gnostics call it the Christus Sophia, the wisdom in Christ consciousness is considered feminine. And it only makes sense to me that 
the Christed one, this energy of Christ is fully feminine and fully masculine. Because as Katie and I talked about, you can't even ever put limiting human attributes on the divine. And so from what I understand, this golden consciousness is being able to be, however you do it, aligned and connected to that eternal part of you and being able to operate from that space. And when you do that, you have the ability to operate in the 5D. Now that's not 24-7, right? We, we have bills to pay. We have diapers to change. We have toilets to clean. We have jobs to go to or not go to, jobs to do online. And they can all be infused with this golden consciousness. And it's a practice to inhabit that space and remain in that space no matter what's going on. But that's the key to navigating all the polarity we are currently experiencing. In this video, they talk about the... Um, um, this rise and fall of energy. So where you may be excited and encouraged and hopeful, and then suddenly you're frustrated and impatient and bored. And you may waffle back and forth. And that's exhausting. But they talk about riding the wave. This wave, and, and here again is another synchronicity. I once had um, a psychic tell me that um, I should ride the waves. So, it is about not getting pulled under in the undertow, but riding those waves with your golden consciousness. That is the key to navigating all of this. You are the integrated divine human. So you are both always human and always divine. And if you can, in your consciousness, stay connected to the divine that allows you to ride the waves of the human experience. Also, Magenta talks a lot about the service to self factions and the service to other factions. And we are seeing those polarities playing out in our society. Whether you believe it or not is, is kind of irrelevant, whether you believe it in that paradigm. Um, but those of us who are light workers, energy workers, healers, we are the service to others. Whatever forces are at play in our society and our world have created a structure that is really false. It's an illusion. And it's hard for us to see all of it because we've been so inundated with it our entire lives. We know nothing else. But that's part of what we're seeing fall away, right? All those structures we thought were safe and secure and reliable, they're gone. And that's what's forced us into the 4D of questioning and searching, falling back into ourselves. And thus, that leads us back to our spirit. And I have been saying this a long time, that the it's not that you can only trust yourself, right? That's a distortion of it. But you can only trust yourself. You can only trust your own wisdom and your own divine higher guidance. 
and you trust the community you've built around you in this in this flow of collaboration together honoring that everybody else is trusting their own wisdom and yet you are all together in this so how's that for circular logic i mean i think you know i i, I think 5d becomes circular because it's not linear so in this video they talk about the golden consciousness while observing the positive negative waves the waves of cresting and falling and watching that play out but then she or the nine who she channels they said we are participants of that in that and of course we are that's that's where we become the divine humans that's where our divine human self steps up and says wait a minute i'm participating in this play out i'm participating in the world the way the world plays out in front of us because i am a creator god human and so how do i want to impact myself and the world well i'm going to live in the highest vibration possible and in this golden consciousness and act from that place and then you won't it, it is it is a given it is natural law that you will impact others from that state and to me that's terribly exciting the energy you hold is so important and the energy in 5D is this organic natural law flow of honor and respect and love and community um, that's hard to see right now but it's coming so one of the essential pieces of this video is that they also say that this energy is very high from now starting at in bulk which was the 4th of february energetically through the end of april and they talk about exposure and disclosure and the dissolution of 3d and they don't just mean conspiracy theories and and ufos which although they might but they say it's on a metaphysical level that when the 3d breaks down and moves towards this higher consciousness it can't help but expose anything that is actually false and so it we might see something play out in the in our world our news our governments our society even more things that we thought were real or true and aren't you know you and i we all lived through this last year right <laughs> the pandemic shook us all it we were afraid we were confused we were disoriented and that may happen again well certainly it will happen again with as as life evolves it just that's part of life so the question is knowing that that may happen again not just what do you want to do about that but who do you want to be when that happens and that comes down to it knowing that you have access to your own inner spirit your own inner wisdom your own divine nature to infuse your consciousness your mind 
your behaviors, your actions, your heart, your creativity, your 3D life. Who do you want to be? Who do you want to bring to the table to assist our humanity in evolving? Because it's going to happen regardless. It is happening. That's one of the things they said in the Nine Told Magenta in the video. You can't stop this timeline now. All the falsehoods and false lights will be revealed and give us the opportunity to create a true society based on natural law and our own inner divinity. To me, that's exciting. And yes, it's likely to be a scary path from here to there. So the invitation is, again, who do you want to be in that scenario? This, my friends, is fighting the good fight. It's not a war. It is a chance for all who feel the call to their own inner greatness and wisdom and divinity to stand up and live it with your family, with your friends in your community, with your voice, with your actions, with your activism. And nobody can tell you how to do that, but you know how. Everybody knows how they can be and give of themselves in this world. Ooh. So I leave you with that today. It excites me. And I know we have uncertain times ahead. I have no idea what that looks like. I'm not a, I'm not a psychic. But I know what resonates in my heart and all of this resonates. That it is my time to stand up and be myself in in all my glory, and all my authenticness. And that's why I'm here with you today. I pray this has been helpful for you. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to reach out. You can find me on my website, thewomensanctuary.com, or on social media. Um, please feel free to like and subscribe and review the podcast. You can find it wherever you find podcasts. I'm so grateful for your presence. Um, thank you for being here with me today. And stay tuned for all the cool guests we have coming soon. Take care. and We'll see you next time here on the Women's Sanctuary. If you're inspired by the teachings of Dr. Wayne Dyer, you will love the Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life podcast with Nadia Dela Cruz. You are a spiritual being having a human experience. 
My name is Nadia De La Cruz, and I started the Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life podcast to explore spiritual topics like manifestation and meditation with guests who share their own stories of insight, awakening, and transformation. Listen now on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.